0: irresistible creature who has an insatiable love for the dead. Katie from the Crypt. I'm adorable. Hello everybody and welcome to the final episode of Katie from the Crypt. Starring me, your co-host, Daddy, a.k.a. Nick. Uh, it's just me flying solo today for this last, regrettably last episode. Uh, you might be wondering, well where's Katie Bug for the final episode? Well, Katie Bug is at a Girl Scout event, uh, which is where she has a lot of... Of the time now, so I'm just gonna do this last episode solo. Uh, we're not doing a movie review because we haven't seen one in like two, three weeks. I'm gonna talk about uh, a little bit about like where the show came from and some of my favorite moments and some of the stuff I've liked about doing the show for almost a year. I, th- I the goal was to go a full year. I was really hoping we could do that. Uh, we went uh, eleven months. So we were close, uh, close, we did one episode here in May, and this final will be the second episode, and we're calling it quits for now, and, uh, I don't know, some of you might be interested in why, just don't have time, frankly, and the AC kicks on, oh, I'm sick of that, summer's here, so you start getting the AC noise in the background of the episodes, <laughs> I hate, okay, tangent, the first few episodes, first few, like 20, because we, we started during summertime. And I wanted to get as many episodes out there as possible before school started. Because I knew that's when, like, sports starts. Our kids, they they, have, they play a ton of sports. There's a lot of activities. So I knew that we got to make hay during the summer. There's not going to be a lot of time in the fall. So we put out, like, 20 episodes or so, 18 episodes, something like that, during the summertime. So we were doing, like, three episodes a week. And that, that stinking AC kicking on, it was so hard to cut the show, like, edit parts of the show because at some parts there wouldn't be an AC in the background and then there would be so there was these moments where like the AC might instantly kick on and then like a few seconds later it'd be off Uh, I hated hated editing the show around that stupid AC the upstairs air conditioning unit is I'm looking at it now it's like I don't know eight feet ten feet away from me down this little hallway such a pain you can hear it every time it kicks on on And I used to edit this show a lot in the beginning. I don't really do it anymore. kind of let it be a little bit more raw. but in the beginning we you know we would do like a 30 minute episode and I'd spend like an hour and a half editing editing out like parts where the AC kicked on or or parts where there might be some kind of dead air because you know we're new at this. I, I say "uh a lot like I think I just said it three times just now and I say like too much, I sound as if I were a college millennial, like, you know. So I go through, and I still kind of do, I go through and I cut out any of those that's very obvious, because I can look on this on the spike in the in the track, where if it's isolated and it kind of spike, I know that that's where I'm saying an uh, or that's where I'm saying a like. I do it so much, I can just tell by looking at the audio track where I'm probably saying it. So that's probably too many times, but uh, we first first of the episodes take about an hour and a half take about I just slap my knee it take like an hour and a half or something God I just said it again Jesus Christ I'm gonna be done I'm gonna be done saying I, I will be happy I'm not happy the show's ending but I'm happy that I won't be so embarrassed by saying like too much anymore I don't know where that came from anyways so it would take forever to edit these uh, episodes down and here in the last two maybe three months here about this year i've started just just sort of accepting however it goes and and the episodes have been better um especially the ones with like colby especially the ones with colby in them because he added so much more energy to the show and he's very good on the mic i feel so there wasn't a lot of dead air anymore there just wasn't there wasn't the space for it i try to give room for kate to talk and we have a lot of episodes where she doesn't want to which part of the reason the show's ending. And so I, I would be like, oh, I, I think the scene's really good. I really like this part or these effects. And and I'm just talking for 10 minutes. And, Kate, do you have anything to add? And it's just crickets. So there'd be some dead air that I'd have to uh, trim, uh, which is very easy in the wintertime and the fall because the AC's not on. But now that we're getting in spring and it's a little bit of a hot May, that AC over there kills me. It makes it so hard to edit this stupid show. <laughs> God, I forgot what I was talking about. It's terrible when you go on a tangent and then you're like, oh, I'll just jump back on and you forgot your exit. Okay, well, it's a little bit. I don't know if we ever talked about how the show started. Um, and this might be interesting for anybody out there who to do their own podcasts. I thought about doing some voice work uh, because I can have a very good voice. I belong to, uh, or I belonged to the DFW Writers Workshop. And every Wednesday night we meet, and there's about 100 people. And we break up into groups, and we bring a read, usually about 10 pages, because it's you only have so much time. And you will read them to everybody, and then they'll, when you're done, they'll critique. So I've gotten very good at reading to people, the inflection and the lines and things like that. So pretty good at it, got a pretty good voice for it. And so I think maybe my wife, I rose, brought up the idea of like, oh, maybe you could do audiobooks. Because a couple people at our workshop have been pretty successful doing audio work and here in dallas there's a lot of like animation uh, work to be done so that's where um baker troy baker he's out of dallas here he was in the band trip fontaine and where he was recording uh the band was doing recording work there was um an animation studio like on like one floor up or something so in between them recording he'd pop in and be like hey does anybody need any uh voice work does anybody need anything and that's kind of how he got started. And he's he's like a legend. Him and Nolan North are like the two voice work guys. So he's kind of an inspiration. And he's a local guy, kind of an inspiration to me. I needed a mic, so for Christmas, 2016, I guess for Christmas, my mom bought me this really nice Razer microphone. It's got a heavy bass. It's good for just sitting. If you can hear that. Just good for sitting on top of a, a table. It's for like gaming. Um, it, it has an option. You can take this off and put it on a on a mic stand that you kind of see maybe in some videos on like YouTube but it just sits here on this desk it's very heavy you could easily club somebody with it it's a great mic and she bought it for me (laughs) and I was like oh thanks got this $180 mic and I did nothing with it the audio book oh the AC just went off you might have noticed the audio stuff it's just really complicated Uh, you you gotta have like your own little studio and sound and I don't have any money especially then well especially now whatever And uh, there's just a lot of investment to be able to do it, and I'm just not able to. So six months goes by, and I'm sitting here with this mic that is just useless. I'm not doing anything with it. Again, April was the idea of, you know, like, you got this mic, do something. And I just started listening to podcasts, um, Pirate History podcast and the HP Podcraft literary podcast. And I thought, yeah, I could... I don't know, do a podcast? What is that? I never even heard of a podcast until like a couple months before. And I'm like, uh, yeah, maybe I could give that a shot. And so then you just start brainstorming. And I thought, well, Kate has a lot of personality. Maybe we could do a show with Kate. She watches this YouTube show called like Seven Little Angels or something like that. Uh, it's just these girls hanging out in grocery stores and buying toys and opening them and things. Um, And she loves that. So I, well, maybe I could get Kate in here and, and um, we could do something together. That'd be a lot of fun. So we start talking about like well, we could do something about like with our American Girl dolls or we could have um, be like Kate's world or, or Kate's corner about you know just like a, a second grader in school and like making friends and how to she's in Girl Scouts. She's very known in the community. She, she knows more people in this town than I do. And, and so how to do that? Maybe something for for girls to listen to. And I kind of thought that was a little boring <laughs> and uh and then I realized we all kind of take for granted in this house that we're all huge horror movie buffs, and Kate and Colby her, her brother love love the horror movies, and she's seen more horror movies than most adults a- easily that's not an exaggeration most adults she she knows more about the horror genre horror books uh manga it's not just you know oh, oh she's seen Frankenstein um we're we're in it. We're in the genre, uh, in print and TV and we watch short films. Like we love the genre, whole family. And uh, so the idea, well, I don't, I'd be kind of cool. Like everybody's, there's a ton of horror movie review podcasts out there with just a bunch of dudes like me talking about it, but there's absolutely none with, uh, an eight year old girl doing it. So, uh, that's so where Katie from the crypt. And the, the name just happened instantly. Um, I think it's a pretty clever title. So that's when we started the show. So we started playing around with it in June, and we recorded the first episode the last week of June. And I got on Blueberry and all that stuff, and got a website going. It took like uh, like a week or two weeks of setting everything up because I'm not I'm not real literate with like website design. If you've been to the Katie from the Crypt, if you've been to com, that website sucks. Like I was about to shut it down. Like my my contract with Bluehost is up. The end of June, and I wasn't gonna renew. Not on anything on their end. They're fine, but just I, I don't know how to do it. it the, every the videos make it look so easy of just drag and drop stuff. But um, between oh, it looks fine on the on the website, but then you have the 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 mobile version. How does it look on people's phones? How does it look on tablets? Those what looks fine on the desktop may look completely different on a phone. I don't know how that stuff works, and frankly, I don't give a crap. I just just listen to the podcast. So I was gonna cancel that anyhow, but yeah, I took like getting the, all the blueberry stuff, getting the artwork, which I did all that stuff myself. You, you can probably tell. I think they look great for uh, Katie from the Crypt and for her brother's uh, podcast, Nearly Neurotypical. I really like those. Uh, they're very simple. I think they're I think they're pretty cool. I think I made um, April took that picture of Kate. So yeah, if you look on the artwork, it's the Kate is like a zombie, and, and that's in our front yard. And I had to crop out, try to crop out as much of our car as I could out of the picture. But her mother took that like a, like one or two Halloween's ago. She just went as like a like a dead girl, living dead girl. Uh, so I took that. And it's one of my favorite pictures. I've got it here on my computer here at home. I like to look at it. And I thought she looks really great. She looks really creepy. I think it's an awesome photo. And so I bought like a ninety nine cent. Uh, photo app editor thing on my tablet on my iPad and just started running it through different filters and trying different like fonts for the title, and that was it I might have taken me 20 minutes to come up with something it was really easy cost a buck and I uploaded that and that became you know I just had to just resize it because you know iTunes has like a certain size they want and everybody has a certain size they want so you had to make sure that it complied it's very easy to do and just got it up and running. I, honestly, I don't even think you need the website stuff. If you if you partner up with Blueberry, which we still have the promo at Crypt, and you'll get the month free of Blueberry. But if you partner up with them, I mean, they'll provide you with a website. It just has the Blueberry tag on it because it's through their website. And I didn't want that. I wanted just Katie from Crypt. I wanted just my my stuff. And I was going to do more. I was going to add pictures. I was going to put like some blogs and things. But... I just did not have the time for all that stuff. So I never got to realize the website's full potential. But if you are handy with websites, um, Blueberry Blueberry has you covered too. You don't need to go someplace separate. You can, but you don't have to. And that was it. It was all actually pretty easy to do. Um, Getting everything set up, getting the pictures and stuff. And we were off and running. And so we started making tons of shows. And I was really happy with them. They did really well at the start. And then the numbers kind of... Uh, plateaued here since like November and I'm not sure exactly why I think Blueberry might have done something with how they look at statistic downloads because we were doubling every month and we were we were really cooking and then after they sent like a product, like an announcement like newsletter that they were readjusted to make it like compatible with like iOS 11 or something like that I don't quite understand all of that uh, the numbers just dropped and it just seemed very coincidental. I know obviously October would be our big month because it's, you know, Halloween. But it's like, man, it's, it was doubling every month, and now we're we're back to like our starting numbers. And we never really got past that. It's been steady, but it's never it's never really grown. I'm not quite sure why. Content's still good, I think, for the most part. But nah, eh, whatever. You know, when you're when you're trying to justify taking the time away from like a kid to do something like a podcast or a YouTube channel. You have to have something to show for it because everybody wants her time. Her mom, her has are involved in a lot of stuff. A lot of uh, of sports, um, community activities, Girl Scouts, things like that. So she's very, she's busy doing all that. And to take the couple hours to watch a movie and then like the half hour or so to do a podcast. It's like, where do you fit it in? And you don't, obviously, because we're quitting. So that sucks. And if I sound a little bitter, it's because I am. But... You know, you almost need to have something to show for it. Because this podcast cost me like 20 bucks a month to house it through Blueberry. And, of course, I I paid all the website stuff up for I paid for a full year, and that was like $80 promotional fee. So I lose money. I don't gain money out of it. And we were going to set up a Patreon, but we're quitting the show. So the Patreon never went live. It's all there. It's ready to go. I just never click launch. Um, So I don't know. Maybe we would have made some cash. But I, I put some feelers out for some sponsors, and we got... You know, blue blueberry, who I'm already with, and we have the amazing sponsor Beer Brand, which we'll do a, we'll do a plug for them in a little bit. But I get product from them. I don't get you know the greens, so it's it's a little tough, especially when money's tight. You know, after Christmas we put in new floors downstairs because the carpet was old, and we just needed it, it needed replaced. Really did, um, and it's been hard to kind of recover kind of from X. That, that is expensive. So it's like twenty bucks a month. Man, that's uh, we could put some gas in the car, you know, or something, you know, that, that's, um, that's some hamburger meat at the grocery store, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, so it's, it takes up time. We don't really get any cash out of it. I love the memories. I, I don't, I don't think any of those reasons trump the, uh, the memories that we're going to have out of it. I mean, Kate's nine now, but when she's in her twenties or when she's in her thirties, you know, and she's got kids, these will be here forever. And she'll always be able to listen to. I I don't have any recordings of my voice when I was nine. I don't know what I sounded like. Um, I think that would have been cool. You know, I've got pictures, but I don't have anything like that. I think it would have been neat to listen to me or my thoughts on things. I don't know. I don't know what those things were. Uh, I have my memory, but how reliable is that? And, you know, it's only on the big things. Well, I know I like Ninja Turtles. Well, yeah, me and every other kid. You know, that's not really anything insightful into me. I liked X-Men comics. Well, yeah, so did everybody else. They were selling like 100,000 issues a month. I don't have a lot, but Kate will. We talk about more than just horror movies on this show. We talk about school. We talk about her brother and and, and stuff. Uh, And I love it. I wish it could have kept going. It's not. But we have what we have, 46, 47 episodes. I think that's pretty great for a little kid and her dad. But also, you know, she's little. I think she's kind of lost interest. It, you know, it gets to be a point where it's really exciting at first, because like she's doing a podcast, she gets to tell everybody she's doing a podcast, and and she can go on a tablet or somebody's phone and she can listen to herself. Like it's the whole. And we have we have listeners literally across the globe, across America, across the globe. Like you can you can like put a dot like in Texas and just draw a line around the planet, and we're probably hitting we're hitting countries like the whole way around. It's really incredible. And we don't have a lot. There's not a lot in all those countries. Uh, you know, Egypt might have like eight or something, but but it is there. Like somebody in Egypt listened to our show, and and that's that's just incredible. I I never really expected that. And so Kate, I think really loved it. Well, who wouldn't? And that's fun at first, but uh, okay, ten months later, um, you've had you had a Girl Scout. You you had you know two volleyball games the day before. And then a Girl Scout event, and then all day Sunday you're doing your bridging, and now it's 6, 7 o'clock at night. We still haven't had dinner, and we have to do a 30-minute podcast about a movie that we watched a week before. Like Now you also have to rem- kind of remember everything about it, and you've been very busy since. That's tough on a 9-year-old. That's tough on an adult, and she just doesn't want to do it anymore, and I don't blame her. I- I'll be a little bit relieved. My, my lazy side is going to be a little bit relieved relief that I don't have to worry about it anymore because I want to be consistent. We want to have good content. Not only do we want to have good content, but we want to have it timely because people like the show and we owe it to people to produce a good product. Kate feels that way too. That's not just me. So it's tough. It's tough trying to find that time because here's her schedule. She's got Girl Scouts like on Mondays and when she's not Girl Scouts, she's got volleyball practice on Mondays. Then she's got softball games on Tuesdays. Softball practice on Wednesdays. Another softball game on Tuesdays. Uh, batting practice on Fridays. Then she's got volleyball games early early Saturday morning, may or may not have a girl scout event, about 50/50, and then like every Sunday she almost anymore has a girl scout event. Where do you fit in a podcast? Where do you, where do you watch a horror movie even? Where do you even watch the movie? It's, that was the struggle just trying to find time to watch a flick, let alone record something. So it's just not sustainable. That's the reasons why I love doing the show. I think it's a lot of fun engaging with everybody, and we have on uh, on Twitter the people who follow us on Twitter. Uh, y'all are great. There's been a lot of support from other podcasts that we enjoy. That I I enjoy Bloody Date Night, Goose Chumps, Gut Reactions. I also you know listen to um, Pirate History Podcast, obviously HP Podcraft. I'm trying not to forget. Any of the other people that I've engaged with, but there's a lot more like on on social media. A lot of really great people that uh, we talk back and forth. Uh, was it uh, weird DC Comics? Weird, I think weird DC. Uh, just a lot of fun. Uh, Scary Dad too. Outside of uh, Houston, Sca- Scary Dad. Uh, just a lot of really great people that I've been fortunate enough to meet and to interact with in this last year. Um, I've had a lot of fun with that. Also on like on Reddit. Uh, we've done a lot of stuff on Reddit. In fact, our last episode we were going to do from we were going to do a Mother's Day episode where we didn't review a horror movie, but April Rose, my wife Kate's mom, come on. We would ask her questions about watching horror movies and how she got into horror movies because y'all have heard me, you haven't heard her, and how how she doesn't mind you know her kids watching horror and like what's her favorite movies. And we had so many stories. So like on Reddit, I I, I put the question out there of. We hear all the time. If you go on the message boards, everybody's always talking about, "Oh yeah, my dad got me into horror movies because it is a, a more male-centric genre," and, and people always talk about that. But it's like well, there's gotta be moms out there because Kate has a mom. Kate and Kobe have a mom that is really into horror too, not like she tolerates it, but like we go see horror movies. Like she she loves horror movies. And so uh, do other people. And so I put the question out like, "Tell us some of your some of your moms who got you into horror movies. Tell us some stories." And there was such an outpouring. Because that is not something I guess that comes up. Nobody has a really a place to talk about their moms in horror, and they were talking about like some people their moms have passed, and they were writing these stories about like their moms like um, had like Stephen King book a lot of Stephen King a lot of Dean Koontz that that was a very common themes St- uh, those two Night of the Living Dead that kind of thing uh, Twilight Zone um, um, what was the other show that came after Twilight Zone uh, Night Gallery. Night gallery got thrown in there. Some Buffy the Vampire Slayer because I'm oh I'm like Buffy the Vampire Slayer that was just on. How are you on here? Oh, actually no, that was like I don't know what 20, <laughs> 25 years ago. I was in high school. I was graduate I would graduate to high school and Buffy the Vampire Slayer was still on. Good God, this stuff makes me feel old dealing with you people on social media or on message boards. Um, but yeah, people were talking about all kinds of wonderful, heartfelt stories of of their mothers. Getting them into the horror genre. It just never seems to come up, which is weird. Um, so people were able to share those memories. And we wanted to do an episode on Mother's Day about that. But man, Mother's Day sucks. <laughs> Trying to plan. Because I've got my wife, I've got my mom, and my mother-in-law. I've got like three moms that I have to make happy. Who more or less are all going to be disappointed in me in some way. And then my wife's birthday is like three days before that. Her birthday was on Wednesday and Mother's Day. Or Tuesday. Whatever Tuesday and then Mother's Day was on uh, Sunday, so there's just so much going on. And you think, well, the next week will be different, but no, the next week I'll have something else. Uh, something else will be going on, so it just never ends. So I know here in the last few months, some episodes we used to put them out on Wednesdays. Then it started getting maybe Friday, maybe maybe the Monday. It started getting kind of weird. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. That's just that's just hard fitting it all in. And and then it became like work because I'd have to get on to Kate. Uh, Kate, we, I just need you for half an hour. Can we just talk about this? Well, some of y'all might not have kids, you might not know, but a nine-year-old girl is incredibly moody and stubborn and difficult to be with. And I hear it doesn't get easier. <sighs> and it just get a little too much. It's like you know what? Let's just take a break. So we're just quitting. And she's not here because she doesn't know I'm doing this. I, I we kind of we kind of had it out a couple weeks back, and that's why we haven't you haven't. They haven't heard from us in a couple of weeks, um, because like I don't want to do the show anymore. I, I think Kate Kate doesn't want to do the show, but she's nine and she wants to make me happy, so she thinks that she should want to do the show. Because she'll say, "I don't want you know I don't want to record an episode." Okay, you know what? We're just gonna let's just end the show. It, you're not in trouble. It's not a big deal. But let's just be done with it. And then she'll cry. No, Dad, I don't want to do the show. And it just it's just this cycle. So I'm just sort of t- being the dad and taking the initiative. And I'm just ending it. So we may come back to this. I still own this microphone. And I still have a computer. So I can we can pick up this show back up anytime we want. And maybe when she's a little older, you know, maybe she'll miss it. And she'll want to get back into it. You know, maybe this, maybe Katie will rise from the grave. And she'll return with a vengeance and a hunger for horror. I hope so, because these have been um, very special to me. And you all have been very special to me. So real quick before we leave, um, Blueberry.com. Still got the the promotion. Go to Blueberry.com. Enter in the promo code CRYPT and you will receive a free month of podcasting service. And they are fantastic. They have done nothing but help me. They have never been in my way. I've been in my way and they've gotten me out of my way. They are wonderful. And our other sponsor, our amazing, amazing sponsor, Beard Brand. I love these guys. I'm going to miss getting their free products i'm gonna actually have to buy this stuff now because <laughs> i'm so i'm so addicted to it i can't just like stop yeah you go to beerbrand.com if you have hair or you have skin beer brand is the place you want to go because they will make all of those things uh smell great your hair will be shiny and l- full of luster and your skin will be smooth and soft beer brand I guess that's it. This actually is 27, 28 minutes is flown by a lot faster than I thought. I I thought it would only be about 20, but I guess I got to rambling. Just because I kind of don't want it to end. Honestly, I could probably go for another 20, but you're probably tired of hearing this. Uh, I'm going to miss everybody, and I'm going to miss talking about horror movies. Uh, I'm a little upset, actually, now that this is ending. Um, Yeah, so bye. Man, what am I doing? And in this show, this is the uh, post credit scene of Katie from the Crypt. I don't have to end the show now. I don't have a a time where I have to stop. This is the final episode. What are you going to do? Not listen? I can go all day on this bad boy. Um, Actually, this is about a week and a half later uh, since that first part of the the episode. April Rose has the kids at the pool, and I'm finishing this out because I was, I don't know if you could tell, I was getting a little emotional. There was some, some weakness coming through there at the end and I wanted to wrap it up but I, I didn't wrap it up properly. I didn't tell y'all what was happening in the future or what my favorite moment of Katie from the crypt was. I didn't even say stay scary at the end. I just got off or I started blubbering like a like a very sad fat man. <laughs> and I've had a I've had about a week and a half to let it digest and I'm feeling better. Favorite moment of the show. I want everybody... I would I really love everybody to go back to our holiday episode. And you don't have to listen to the whole thing. It's our longest episode by far. It's like 43 minutes or something. It was very pretentious. We just... We were being very self-indulgent that episode. We never did that again. But if anybody's seen Holiday, it's a horror anthology. And in the very first segment... So this is probably about the first 15 minutes of the episode. Um, Kate is describing the, the, the show. What happens... And in it, a girl knocks a girl down and she carves out her heart off screen. But you do see her like straddle the girl and she has a knife. You know what's going to happen, and then it pans away and fades to a different scene. But Kate is describing this scene. She knocks her down, and I wish I had a video, but Kate's sitting here and she puts her hands together like she's holding a knife, you know, downward, and she goes, poke, poke, poke. And I think that's the most adorable description of a grizzly murder anyone will ever hear in their life she was eight so that was last year and she just poke 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 and she does three little pokes in the air i love it i love it i'm gonna take that i'm gonna take that soundbite i'm gonna play it at her wedding it's one of my favorite moments of kate it's because it's such a horrible thing she carves out this girl's heart but kate's so cute and i never would have had that moment If it hadn't been for this show, if it hadn't been for you listening to the show, that encouraged us to have, I don't know, what is that, episode 7 or 8 or something? I don't know. So thank you for giving me those moments with my daughter. I would not have had them. And I appreciate it. I appreciate you. Second episode, we did Conjuring 2. And I talk about how we saw it in the theater. And that was a mistake. Kate was crying at the end. And we're consoling her. And this old guy is walking. We're sitting at the end of the aisle in the theater and an old guy is old elderly. He's walking down the stairs and he goes great parenting or something like that. And I called him a dusty old fart and Kate lash busts out laughing. That made me feel good. I love hearing my kids laugh. It's my favorite sound. And she started laughing here beside, and I'll always remember her laughing. Um, Cause we want the show for kids. This is a family show. It, it, it is in the kids and family section of iTunes. And I do know some kids listen with their parents I figured if I can make Kate laugh, then I've made other kids out there laugh too, I hope. That's one of my favorite moments too. That was That's an episode too. Probably near at the end because we're talking about after the movie's over. I don't know. So thank you all for those wonderful memories. What's happening with this show? So okay, so this show's wrapping up. Starting uh, here in June, I'm going to start my own. I'm going to do my own show because I'm enjoying it and I've got a little bit of time. So I'm gonna go back to my first love, which is uh, men's lifestyle, dad stuff. That's I that's what I was blogging about before I started podcasting. So I think I'm actually gonna do a podcast on that, and I'm probably gonna cover uh, lightly politics, geek culture, uh, stuff that I just I'm into. Uh, we're gonna talk about Star Wars movies. We're gonna talk about comics. We're gonna talk about like Tommy Robinson. What's going on in England? and diversity in comics, so it's going to be a little political, but not overly so, because we're, then we're also going to talk about, like, hair care and, like, beard grooming, and why men shouldn't wear cargo shorts when they take their wives to plays, ya bums, and why ball caps are stupid on grown men, so we're going to talk about some things like that. I uh, hope you stick around and follow me over to that show. I don't know the name of it yet. If anybody can help right now, it's just, like, The Nick Holman Show. I don't know. That's kind of boring, but that's kind of what everybody else is doing. So, if you have some names, Twitter, Twitter. Uh, right now, it's Katie from the Crypt at Katie Crypt. That's going to change back to my Twitter. It's always been my Twitter since 2011, but I changed it all over for the show. And for the most part, everybody who follows, I try and I try to stay out of political, social stuff. It still slips through. I can't help it. I love politics. uh, Seventh grade. Okay, seventh grade, I'm at school. And you know how you get your textbook and you get like the paper uh, book jacket that you fold over your textbook and it'll have like, you know, the the pirates or the tigers or whatever your school mascot is and some sponsors. Well, if you flip it to the back, it's blank. There's nothing on there. So I would take that part, the blank part, and I would make that the outside of my book jacket and then I would... Draw on it and write on it and design it however I wanted. And I'm in choir in seventh grade and I am drawing a campaign poster for the 92 or 91 presidential election for Bush and Quayle. I'm doing a Bush Quayle poster. <laughs> so I'm 12 and neither one of my parents are political. My dad doesn't know how to read. My mom thinks you know we're all going to you know armageddon and we're all going to be raptured so why bother with politics so this is just me a kid sat next to me saw it, and punched me in the eye punched me in the eye antifa little bitches were around even back in 92 in seventh grade punched me in the eye the next day i was at whataburger with my mom and she's like so what's with the eye you haven't said anything and i told her i was running around the corner at school and i hit a locker and which is horrible. But she didn't push it, and I didn't. I didn't want to tell her I got a black eye over George Bush and Dan Quayle. What a dumb thing to get a black eye for! So I have some stories in the show too, like that. And uh, so I've always, I always like politics for better or for worse. I get off on it. Um, so the the Twitter, the Twitter's going to move back over to me, Nick Holman. I know I'm probably going to lose some of you because a, a lot of the the horror movie folks, the podcast folks, lean to the left. I'm squarely in the right though i don't want you to go stick around hey give me some crap you know butt heads. i don't i don't take it personal I, I like it you know you're my friends i we don't have to leave just because we disagree on stuff but i hope everybody sticks around so yeah i'm i'm gonna retweet stuff i'm gonna be a little bit more on the political side but we're still gonna talk horror because that's my love obviously um i still want to help up and coming the horror makers whether you're a writer whether you're uh, a filmmaker i still want to help i still want to do what i can i really love helping people in any way i can in this business it's just a passion of mine what can i say and uh, so stick around so you're going to notice the yeah the twitter stuff's going to change uh if not tomorrow probably probably june 1st <clears throat> excuse me and there's gonna be a new podcast showing up so whatever the name of it is uh, if you're following me on Twitter, you'll you'll figure it out. So that'll be up here in the next couple weeks. I'm gonna start on that. So it's gonna be fun. We're gonna see. <coughs> Throat's getting dry. I have to wrap this up. So we'll just see where it goes. Yeah. So I hope you like it. You know, if not, hey, it's been a great 10, 11 months with you. And uh, I think that's it. Yeah. But I think I'm ready to let go. I think I'm ready to go now. So with all that being said, stay scary.